Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome to my very first podcast episode. I am so excited that you are here with me. I'm Becca Silver, and I am the CEO and founder of The Whole Educator. I started this podcast because I wanted to help coaches learn the skills needed to address their educators' barriers to success and satisfaction. In this episode, I'm going to share about the four mistakes I made when transitioning from teacher to coach. I taught for 10 years, and I started my teaching career with Teach for America, and then subsequently went and taught for a charter school system called KIPP, which stands for Knowledge is Power Program. And at KIPP, I fell in love with SEL and subsequently brought it to every school that I taught at afterwards. After my fourth year teaching, I burned out and ended up moving to South America. I taught English to adults in Peru, and that was just the space I needed to heal from burning out. And I left Peru after six months and moved to East Africa in Tanzania. I was teaching and coaching at an international school. I ended up opening a satellite campus for that international school. And as I was helping the East African teachers improve their instruction, I was leading whole group PD. So I was sitting them all in a room, all teaching them a new skill, and then expecting them to go back into their classrooms and implement it. What I found is that some of them would go back and implement what I taught them and some wouldn't. And I was like, what is happening? Why are some of them doing what I asked them to do and showed them how to do it, right? And why aren't some of them? And my first big mistake was that I was leading whole group PD and not following up with differentiated coaching, right? And so some of them learned the way that I was teaching it and some of them didn't and needed that individualized coaching. So I was abroad for three years. When I returned to the U.S., I was a teacher leader at a school. And I told you I love SEL. So I was running PDs for SEL. As I was teaching the SEL strategies and character development information, I was so passionate about it. I assumed everyone would want to do this and would be implementing it and infusing it into their lessons immediately. Again, I looked around and I saw some teachers enthusiastically implementing it and some not, and it didn't show up in some of their classrooms at all. And I was confused. Why is this happening? Why aren't you as excited at it as I am? That's where I made my second mistake. I was running PDs on the what, but not the why in utilizing SEL strategies in the classroom. I didn't build buy-in. 
Essentially, I was treating them the way I wanted to be treated and not the way they wanted to be treated. And what I mean by that is I was so excited about SEL that I assumed they would. And so I just gave them the information, assuming they'd go back and want to implement. And that was not the case for everyone. Some of them did not understand why it was important to put into their lesson plans. After those years, I became a coach at a different school in a different district. And I'm sure some of you can relate to this. New district, new school, new teachers. And I was committed to helping teachers be empowered in their classrooms and not burn out like I did. I ended up coaching a lot of behavior management strategies because that is what my school ended up needing. There was a lot of classrooms that the instruction was good, but students didn't have behaviors that were conducive to learning. And so I was going into classrooms. Sometimes I was leading whole group PD. I was following up with coaching. I was coaching on the what and the why. I saw, again, some of my teachers doing a great job implementing the things that I was teaching them, and some of them weren't. I really had to sit down like, what's going on? Why isn't my coaching being effective for everyone? And that's where I discovered my third mistake. I was teaching what worked for me in my classroom when I was a teacher and not taking into consideration what they needed. And so what I ended up doing was not immediately giving solutions and strategies, which, by the way, my teachers were wanting and asking for. I would say, hey, look, if I'm going to help you, I need to be in your classroom. Let me come hang out. Let me see how you teach. It was less efficient, but more effective. And I was able to stop teaching them what worked for me and start teaching them what worked for them in their classrooms. After I left the school district, I became a consultant and I started coaching in a bunch of different states, like about seven different states in the Southeast region. One of the teachers that I was coaching, we're going to call her Ms. Jones right now. Ms. Jones asked for a coach. So she clearly was bought into coaching and wanted to get better. So I would go into her classroom. I assessed what was going on. I would have these great coaching cycles with her. And I would follow up the next time I was there and her teaching wasn't getting better. And we'd go through another coaching cycle. I would co-plan, co-teach. I'd model for her. And she was very receptive to it. I'd leave, come back, and nothing had changed. And my coaching wasn't sticking. It was almost to the end of the school year that I had to have a little like coming to Jesus with myself and say, look, my coaching isn't working. This isn't being effective. What is happening? So let's rewind a few years. At the same time that I had become a coach, I also became a life coach. And I was learning different kinds of skills, instructional coaching and life coaching at the same time. And so when I was consulting, I said to myself, Becca, 
You need to stay in your lane. They are hiring you for instructional coaching. So that's what you're going to do. So I was instructional coaching. I was co-planning, co-teaching, leading PDs. And then outside of that work, I was life coaching. I was helping people change their mindsets. I was helping them think differently about their lives and be empowered no matter what their circumstances were. And sitting there with Ms. Jones, I realized I need to utilize some of the training that I've gotten with life coaching. And so I did a couple exercises with her for her to discover the limiting beliefs and mindsets that she had that was holding her back from actually being effective with my coaching. We did an exercise during coaching that day. She ended up crying because a lot of times when we do get to the source of our effectiveness, it's kind of a relief and it's like, oh, there it is. And I sent her home with a couple exercises to do over the weekend. She did them. And the next week I showed up to follow up and her face looked different. She was smiling more than she had smiled all year put together. She even said that her husband said that she had returned to the woman that he had first married. I was so excited. Since then, every time I went in there to coach her, the coaching stuck and I saw her progressively get better and better every time. So that last piece that I discovered with Ms. Jones, that I not only needed to coach the needed skills and strategies and knowledge to improve instruction, but I also needed to address limiting beliefs and mindsets is now the flag that I fly. I want to invite you into my movement. And this movement is the Mindsets and Motivations Matter Movement specifically teacher mindsets and motivations matter movement. We have a big conversation about children's mindsets and motivations, how they're important. We talk about growth mindset with our students. We talk about engaging them and motivating them to learn. And I want to expand the training and the whole conversation and normalize addressing and impacting teachers' mindsets and motivations. If you'd like training at a super affordable price, I do offer a membership that has six self-paced modules and it's split into mini modules for busy people like you that only have a few minutes at a time that's free. And including in that membership is a very supportive community and live coaching with me. And I think that is super, super important that every coach has a coach. So I want to invite you into that. And the information is in the show notes. Until the next time I see you, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat people how they want to be treated. Take care.